Hey everybody, back with another episode of Pitch Intense. I said that the title really weird. That's okay, we'll leave it in, it's fun. We'll fix it in post. Yeah, we will. I'm Jacob, and I'm here with... Uh, Mark. And we have a special guest today, what? too. Who is this stranger? Yeah, he just appeared. Yes, how you doing, sir? Good, how are you? Good, you are a, a, our second guest, but you're a fan of the podcast. I'm a fan of the podcast. Yeah, yeah. you really like it. You, uh, yeah, you gave us some uh, uh, good feedback. We really appreciate it. We don't know you, though. This isn't like us just pulling people, uh, you know. We do know you. Anyway, yeah, you're my good friend James. Uh, you are um, a big movie guy, a big TV guy, so... And you said you had a pitch you wanted to share with I us. I have a pitch. I'm oh, excited. excited. Whoa, a couple. Ah, Whoa. Really fast. I have a couple. I have one I thought of. I don't think it's a good idea, but I thought of it. Because uh, I saw Big Lebowski in the theaters recently, the 25th anniversary. Oh, yeah, yep. Uh, and I thought a Big Lebowski sequel, if they wanted to make it. The bigger Lebowski. The, well, <laughs> Dad Lebowski. Yeah. Because him and Maude have sex, and they're just trying to get pregnant uh-huh. with his child at the end of the movie. <laughs> so I was like, man, what if 25 years later, the kid comes looking for the dude, and he uh-huh. wants to know his dad, because he's like a weird art guy like Maude. That would actually be really good. Like, normally, that trope is done a lot of times, but that would work really well for the dude, you know? Yeah. I think that's a good idea, Mark. Thank you. Yeah. Well, I don't have anything else to it, but that's <laughs> a short one. So, James, I do have a question for you. Okay. Because you're a big TV watcher. Right? Yeah. Uh, so, TV watching has changed. Do you still have a night of the week where you watch live TV, or do you not watch any live TV anymore? Uh, I... Sort of. Um... Bob's Burgers is still on Sundays. And always, so still, yeah, always that's watch, my night. I always watch my, that episode of Bob's Burgers. I record it because I can't catch it live. Yeah. But I, I, if a show drops on a specific night, Mandalorian, Ted Lasso, uh, Star Trek, Picard, all dropped on a specific night. Be the butthead will do it now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we were watching it before you got yeah, here. Yeah, we were. So... Sword. I I don't watch network. I shouldn't say that. I watched this season's Quantum Leap on Monday nights. Is that great? No, it's not. <laughs> it's Is adequate. It, are they gonna keep it? Like, did it get it's, renewed? It did get renewed for a second oh. season. No, I was thinking about that the other day because I have uh, like in the when we were young. See, like if you wanted to watch something, you had to watch it. I mean, it's obviously changed so much. Uh, Thursday night was Seinfeld and Friends, um, and I still make a point, just because it's like such a part of my life, Sunday night I watched The Simpsons, and then I just watched the whole block. Mm-hmm. I really, by the time uh, Great Night North comes out, I, I zone out for <laughs> like half an hour. Yeah. I don't like that show. It's that, not very good. It, I don't like it either very much. That Welcome to... Was it Duncanville? I yeah. thought it was funny. I've never watched it. It was when it was on. It was really funny, and for some reason, they just didn't give it a shot. And this, and this show has been on for like ever. And I just, I, I, it just seems like it's trying the Bob and Bo- Bob's Burgers formula too hard. It does not work for me. <laughs> so um, okay, so I will tell you this though. So I, you know this about me, but I collect, still collect DVDs. Like I have a huge collection. Yes. So. And I'm a bit of a completist, so if I start on a season, I kind of have to finish it. What I've been trying to do lately is, especially on older television series that I watched when I was a kid, I've I've put together, I can can do a block of shows that when they 
like how they used to air. So like Friday nights on CBS yeah. used to be The Incredible Hulk, The Dukes of Hazard, and Dallas. And I can now, so I've set it up a couple times where I've that's what done an episode of each one to kind of mimic. That's cool. A night. I like, like that. that. I don't do it quite like that, but I will, like, if it's Saturday morning, I have nothing to do. I mean, I'll, like, throw on an episode of G.I. Joe, and then I'll watch, like, uh, Batman the Animated Series. Yep. Uh, I do that kind of, too. Bring it back, man. What did I watch? <laughs> I watched something different this week, which I will tell you when we get to my pitch, okay. because it is not a cartoon. <laughs> but uh, this is what brought me to my pitch for this week. Uh, anyway... I've always wondered that. I just kind of wondered if you yeah. still had a TV night, if people still do that, or if it's pretty much gone to the wayside. I have one, and I started uh, with, you know, because we did the Heels and Faces show, so I've talked about how I've been watching wrestling again, and I've actually gotten to the point now where wrestling I'll watch on Hulu the next day, just because it's like I don't need to, all the commercials. Uh, so I'm still watching it, I just don't watch it live anymore. What's crazy, I think the only thing I've watched live... Is Saturday Night Live. Do you still watch Saturday Night Live? I do. I still watch Saturday Night Live. See, uh, I normally just go with the clips. It's almost easier to do it. It's, yeah. I'm so old, I'm probably asleep by the time it comes on. I don't make it all the way through Saturday Night Live. Really? Usually after the news, I'm usually asleep. I stayed up till four a couple weeks ago, though. So that was weird. Oh, wow. Yeah, I know. It's bizarre. Like, some nights it's like nine o'clock, and I'm like, oh, it's time for bad. And then, like, one night, it's just... I know, I was, well, I was doing, anyway. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, so I was up late that night. But, anyway, uh, before we get to your pitch, James, there is something I want to talk about uh, based off the Warner Brothers news. Oh, yeah. Did you hear Warner Brothers is saying that they are no longer going to do, like, the straight to, they're calling them straight to streaming. Yeah, yep. Which I'm assuming, I don't know for sure, I, I'm guessing that's going to include the strict of video movies? It might. Is that like one and the I, same? Maybe. I don't know. That's a good question. I didn't think about that, I guess, till Be, now. I mean, because that's the thing. is like, uh, I'm huge. Uh, I will buy those DC movies uh -huh. every time they come out. The animated ones. I love those. Yeah. Uh, and they've, they, I've noticed that the uh, announcements have stopped. Yeah. There's like two more and they haven't announced anything. And uh, we actually kind of became friends over those. Because of Scooby-Doo. Yeah, we would always rent those Scooby-Doo yeah. movies. Yeah. Uh, we'd always watch them like, together because it's like, well, we got to see this. Yeah. Uh, got to. And it's just weird how, like, this was kind of, like, important to us. Uh -huh. Like, that's how this started. And now that could be going by the wayside. So I just kind of wonder if you've heard about that or what you thought. I, I haven't heard, but I did hear the one Scooby-Doo movie they were working on, they like wrote off for taxes. The holiday one? But there was another one that they were doing that was a traditional animated one, like the ones we watch, and it was written off for taxes as well, I read. <laughs> I don't know what was going on with that. So there might be some truth to that, Mark. And, and I liked a few of the straight-to-HBO Max movies. There was that one movie with Neil Patrick Harris, 8-Bit uh, Christmas. I yeah, loved that. Yeah, that was a great movie. movie. Yeah. That was a great movie. And, and I think they did a good job with it. It went straight-to-HBO Max, but it was great. Like, everybody's has... Like, and they're good movies. Uh -huh. There's so many good straight-to-streaming uh, straight movies. It's just weird that they're going that route. Yeah. Like, uh, I don't know what I don't. I wonder if they don't know what they're doing right now. But I think they're also in financial trouble, like more than they want to admit. And I mm. think they had. I think they had to cut somewhere. 
you know. I guess. Well, because, I mean, it's not normal just to be like, oh, we're going to just write these movies off for taxes. And then on top of that, you know, when they're making all those weird announcements, when the Discovery merger happened, they lost like a bunch of money. And I, I think they're in more trouble than they want to admit. And the way to get back on the green is just to do theatrical releases. Man, here comes Disney sneaking in. I know. Yeah, what would that be like? Oh, I know. They bought them. Suddenly they own Marvel and to DC? Yeah. That well, would be bizarre. We get that big crossover, I'm sure. <laughs> I've always said, because it's like one of those things where you never say never, but I'm like, once these movies really stop generating a buzz, yeah. that's when you'll get Avengers vs. Justice League movie. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you have your pitch ready to go. Are you ready? Yeah, I think Before so. we do that, this is we're we're giving you some top secret information. Oh, do you want to do something first? Oh that? yeah, I uh, suppose I should, shouldn't I? Just to really get the yeah. ball. Yeah. So I got Mark's birthday's coming up. It is. And this is our the last episode before his birthday. And I thought, well, since we do this podcast together, it'd be really cool to give him his gift live on the podcast, even though it's not live. Yeah. You it's know, a live guest? Yeah, it is. Yes. It, it's special. So I, I thought I'd give that to you. So here you go, Mark. Thank Sorry you. I'm not good at wrapping That's gifts. A... Milton Burrell's ashes? <laughs> what is that? <laughs> oh, I got a cool Ninja Turtle uh, puzzle. Yeah. That's awesome. And that ties into what we've been talking about, That's too. true. Yeah. I did my whole you Ninja Turtles trilogy. <laughs> yeah. And I don't... Oh, it feels like a shirt. It is. Uh, I'll have to... Oh, my gosh! It's a Jaws shirt! And it's like a comic book. Oh, I love this! And I'm wearing a Jaws shirt! I know. Oh, this is awesome. Yeah, oh, I'm glad you like it, Mark. I do like it a lot. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah. I'm so happy. I have so many shark shirts. And you gave me something awesome. Yeah, I should, yeah James. Sorry, right, I walked in the door with it. Yeah, yeah I didn't react to it. The, you got me a giant superhero Marvel team-up uh, comic, which I'm pretty pumped to look at. I love these old ones. And it's yeah. big. I like it. They are huge. Yeah. I don't know. It's going to be expensive to get CGC'd. Um, <laughs> so, the slab's going to cost something. I know. The slab will cost it. So before you get into your pitch, we're going to give you some top secret information. This is the pitch that started this whole podcast. And we keep saying... I thought it had to hit 10 million. Yeah, <laughs> we're waiting. We're, we're, yeah, we're 50 million. 50, 50 million 50 subscribers. Million. we got six. Right. I think three of them are in this room right now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, right. so we have... Uh, we're trying to get to 50 million. Uh, we're trying to get to more. But this is the podcast that started it all. Or the, the, the concept that started the podcast. Yep. You cannot tell anybody, so when you read it, don't say it out loud, but just tell us what you think of the idea. Okay. Alright, so I'm just going to read it. Oh, okay. Yeah. (laughs) You like it? Yeah, and I'm not a Scooby-Doo guy. Oh, you just ruined it! I did. Not completely, though. Oh my gosh! Sorry. It took two seconds! I'm like Tom Holland. You are! (laughs) That was funny. Man, now that... Sorry. Now it's the back. Oh my gosh! I just blew it. No. You, no, you didn't blow it. No, you, you didn't. You out to edit it. Bleep we, me out. You no, 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 holy. I, I think, think that was funny. I think it was, it was right. really funny to leave it in there. We don't care. I, I mean, did. I blew it. Like the first two but no, Yeah, but there's man, I'm something. I'm so nervous to be in this room. You are. You're in the hot seat, man. All right, so you have a TV show you want to pitch. I do. Yay. Uh, so let's, first, we have not picked. This is the first TV right, show first, pitched. I want to give you guys live thoughts. I've literally listened to you guys' show for like the last two, 
two or three weeks when I walk, I listen to your show. Oh, awesome. Yeah. All right, so your first episode, Superman 3. I was obsessed with Superman 3 when I was a kid. Yeah. Uh-huh. Absolutely obsessed. In fact, I had a poster book that had uh, like 10 posters in it or something like that. Like, what was one on each side? You had to figure yeah. out which one you wanted to hang uh-huh. up. And, uh, you had to get two. Well, the one that I hung up was the one with that girl, the Lorelei or whatever her name is. Yeah. Was. That was the one. But the other one had the Superman sitting at the bar. The flick, the Flicking the... Oh, that's that's great. Um, goofy movie? I don't get goofy movie at all. <laughs> that's okay. You're, you're too, yeah. It's not everybody's the, bag. The other thing was, like, I, like Chris Gaines? What, for real? Like, where did that come from? Like, I don't know. I, it really it did. It that's, just like, I, don't know I just thought that would be funny. And the other thing is, this is the first time meeting Jacob, but your pitches have a lot of labs in them. They do, you don't they? Yeah. yeah, there was the one with the past tense one that has a lab in it, yep. and the one that had um, the the Chris Gaines one had a lab. Yeah, and it had a huge action sequence in a lab. My you Dexter like, oh, laboratories. Wow, there's yes, lab, there's laboratories in all of them. Well, get ready for next week, Dexter's Lab, the movie, <laughs> the live action. Then version. after that, it's just going to be the laboratory <laughs> movie. Yeah. Okay. okay. Okay, so this pitch, it's not as detailed as you guys have yours. It's I've okay. noticed you guys have really detailed pitches. And mine, this is a, kind of an overview. All right. So, um, I'm obsessed to some level with the movie Roadhouse. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Roadhouse. So dude. whenever it's on television. Did you meet him? I did meet him. He actually bummed a light up like before, before he died. Came, like six years before he died. Oh, so do you think you smoked? We smoked cigarettes together. I know. And did yeah. you go? What did you say to him? Did you say uh, you used to do something with yeah, him in prison? Yeah, I did. It was exactly like the, the line from Roadhouse. <laughs> that was our friend Jr. who said that. Yeah, I was. I refused to meet him because he wasn't Will Ferrell. That's uh, he was like five different. foot two. Yeah, he was short. Um, but uh, so I, I have an idea for a for a. a t- I know this is different than your guys' movies, but it's a TV show about young adults. So it's like Dalton right. Begins. Okay? Oh, cool. Yeah. Right? Those are like so, really in vogue right now. So when you start, when you watch Roadhouse, the first, like the first 10 minutes of the movie, like if you really pay attention to it, it sets this really weird tone for this yeah. film. So he, he, he's in that bar, that guy pulls a knife, it ends on the table, they, the bouncers come over to get him broken up, Dalton motions for them to go to the door, the guy picks the knife up and cuts Dalton and then challenges him to go outside. Then they all go outside, and the guy starts mouthing off, and then Dalton just smiles and walks away. And then they go to the office, and then they make the offer. I don't know if you ever paid attention to how much money he's going to make. Being and a for, bouncer? Yeah. I mean, and, and so, like, it's it's 500 bucks a night, $5,000 up front. And then if you figure, like, and all his medical expenses paid, all cash. And if you figure, if you watch, they renovate the bar that he's in in the Double Deuce. So he has to be there for like three or four months, right? Like, yeah. It's like, so I mean, he would have made like a hundred and sixty thousand dollars in like nineteen eighty eight, being a bouncer. Yeah, that's good money so, for a bouncer. My idea is to flip the script, and so like, I I think he's a dude that comes from a bad home situation, abusive dad. He doesn't trust anybody. He's gotten kicked out of school on an athletic scholarship, so he's super athletic. Because he's very angry, he's a capable fighter. He's super cocky, believes he can beat anybody, but he's a loner. And then his one big fatal flaw is that women get under his, like, he, he falls in love with women too fast. Okay? Yeah. That's, that's the Dalton character. The way I set it up, I have, I have three solid seasons, I think, planned. And maybe a fourth, but I'm not sure. But, so, the gist of the whole series is that 
As Dalton meets Wade Garrett, Wade Garrett unfolds that the three rule philosophy on him. Okay. Uh, never underestimate your opponent. Always take it outside, and be nice. Okay. Yeah. So each season, the overarching theme is one of those rules. Focusing on one of the rules. Right. Yeah. So nice. your first season is never underestimate your opponent. Yeah. So it starts off. Dalton gets hired by a guy who's running a chain of bars to come in and keep an eye on Wade Garrett because as he's sold on the job, Wade Garrett's a bad guy. And so for the first half of the season, it looks like Wade Garrett might be a bad guy, like doing things. Yeah, yeah. What it comes to find out is Wade Garrett is actually the good guy investigating this dude who's running all these bars. But And he continues to outsmart Dalton, who's trying to one-up him the whole time, but Wade Garrett's always getting the best of him because Dalton's a hothead. He starts fights rather than walks away from them. Yeah. The complete flip side of what you see him in Roadhouse, right? So it ends up that they have to team up together to take out the guy at the end. Okay? Okay. So then you start this kind of protege relationship. Then the second season is always take it outside. So after the events of the first one, they kind of go their separate ways, but then they have to come back because Garrett's daughter is kidnapped by human traffickers. Whoa! <laughs> so they have to work together. Wait. But that takes them to Mexico, so they're out of the bar. They outside. take it outside. Yeah. They take it out. They take. Yeah, they take that's it to a great the idea. Cantinas of Mexico and the places of that to have to get the information to get that back. Real quick, I'm just curious. Does the the human trafficking is that like a subplot in the movie? Like, does anybody bring that up that that no. happened, or just, okay? This is completely off. No, that's fine. I'm just kind of no, curious. This is the modernization. I think. Mm. I like that idea. And then, of course, they figure it all out. The whole thing. And then the be nice season they're doing until lots of charity work until it's time to not be nice it's the season that's the story that's told in the movie about them being in memphis and him falling in love with the girl who's married but her husband we're gonna write it up a bit he's gonna be connected to mobsters and old money in memphis yeah and so that's how it all comes out so but a lot of it's gonna be it'll start with like him getting dalton being arrested for the murder of that guy and wade garrett having to come to his rescue to help solve the like to show that it was self-defense and all these pieces of that. I like it. And then I have potentially a four-season, which I don't know what it is yet, but I thought I'd call that Miho, and that's the theme for that one. Okay. So Whoa. That's, that's my... Have you seen Roadhouse, James? Yeah, or, uh, yeah, yeah, it's been a long time, but I love that. I watch it every week. It, it, Do you I, watch it once a week? If it's on. It's really? On. Yeah. So is that like your most watched movie? Probably right now. Mostly it's because it's always on TV. It's always on CNT. I see. You're watching TV still. If I'm flipping around, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so we got to. Uh, are you? I will green light that. Oh, I, yeah, absolutely. That's, that's a great idea. To watch that's, it. Yeah. That All the pressure's be... off. I can relax. To this yes, day. man. Stop well, good for spoilers. you. You did a good. Yeah. Way to ruin our our goals. <laughs> I'm coming here and ruined your life. Within seconds, I imagine you're just gonna light that's my apartment bananas. on fire. I can't believe I did that. It's so funny. That was no. It's actually really funny that you did it. I love the idea of themes with each season. I think that's cool. I feel like too. Like if like. If somebody wanted something to compete with Cobra Kai, like yeah, that's what I was thinking. Whoa, wait, yeah, you know it's it was part of how I got that. We were talking this got we were talking about this at work one day, especially about the money, Uh like like how much money he was getting paid. The thing that I think is the most the tone. (laughs) Really funny. This is what I think is the the evenness with Cobra Kai. The thing about Cobra Kai is everybody's crazy about karate. Yeah, (laughs) like yeah, like and, and everybody like. Everybody's trying to get the Hill Valley tournament back. Uh-huh. And, 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 and it's and not, all they have, they have city council meetings. They're like, we're going to bring the Hill Valley to... Like, 
And the same is true of like Rhoda. Like everybody knows who bouncers are. Like nobody knows who a bouncer is. Yeah, in their life. they're not. And I, that's the tone you want. Like that they're. Well, Mr. Everybody T was knows a bouncer. Who bouncers are? <laughs> yeah, they're like there's like magazine covers with yeah, bouncers yeah. faces on it. I think I think if I were to do a Roadhouse show, it would be like a doctor or an attorney that lives in town and like. Wait, how much is he making? And then they quit their profession to go start to be bouncers. But they're like weak little nerds. They just get to shit beat out of them all the time. That'd Ooh, be crap. funny. Sorry. That's the first cuss word I've met on here. Sorry, guys. Is it really? I think so. Oh. You don't cuss, and yeah. I try not to around you. Um, I like it. So that's my pitch. So I, okay, I have one more, more quick pitch. Can I give you one more quick pitch? Real quick, before we get to that, we should quick uh, uh, plug uh, First in Line. All first in line sponsored by Vinyl Cup Records, my, my uh, review slash vlog podcast. Uh, Mark, I got something fun for it this week. I'm like really excited about this. Is gonna sound silly. The middle segment of my show. I recorded it today, and it's it's like one of the most fun things I've done on that podcast so far. But but we're I'm talking about the movie Sisu. Yes, we yeah. were going, that was tough because we didn't know if we were going to see Sisu. Yeah, I know, it, like, it was down like, to the wire. Yeah, and you know what's weird is that, are you there, God, it's me, Margaret uh-huh. movie, and the reviews on it are like 100%, like yeah. people are raving about and it. And I'm wondering if I should have went and saw that because somebody asked me this week and they were excited or like, are you going to review that? And I'm like, no, I was actually going to go see this other movie, so I felt bad, but. I mean, I don't know. I don't see why you can't see, I don't know. Could see both, yeah. Yeah, that's well, true. next we got Guardians next week. Oh, so. that's gonna be awesome. But yeah, I'm going right. with the CC Sue. Last week it was Evil Dead yeah. Rises, which and you were pretty scared. I enjoyed it. It was good. It was and fun. Then, yeah, you've done um, Dungeons and Dragons. Yep. Uh, uh, Shazam. Shazam. <laughs> we keep forgetting Shazam. <laughs> yep. And uh, what's that Everyone other? Everyone forgot Shazam. My my favorite movie of the year, the Super Mario Brothers movie. It's still your favorite of the year. It still is. We'll see after tonight. The, the Chris Gaines movie yeah. coming out soon. It's going to be even better. That is true. I wonder how many people are listening. Like, well, obviously it's just three, but uh, they were all like, well, Chris Gaines? Yeah. Who is that? You had to do a Google search. The only thing I like about that is it brought Chris us back to the, uh, what is when, he, when Garth Brooks hosted SNL and uh-huh. it's the devil, uh, the devil writing the love songs for him, which is one of the best sketches I think they've ever done. Anywho, uh, your quick movie pitch. Let's hear it. I'm excited. It's one sentence. A couple weeks ago, you guys were were talking about bantering back and forth about something, and Jacob, you mentioned uh, spoilers for Coco, and Mark thought you were talking about the, the ape Coco, and then you guys went into a ten-minute explanation of what, who and what Coco was, <laughs> and then I came up with that idea for a movie where the... the Whoever it was that taught Co- Coco sign language, yeah, taught it on purpose to her wrong. So now when she talks to people, she says awful things. To <laughs> Coco goes around making people mad. Just flipping people language. off. Well, she all says that? in sign language is horrible insults and things. That's a good idea. That'd be funny. That's that's a really that's funny a movie. We could do that as a double feature with a legalizer. Yeah, it's um, true. <laughs> I like it. I will pitch that. <laughs> Who's gonna be the Jane Goodall that teaches him? I don't know. But. Uh, Paul Giamatti. <laughs> I can see him doing that. Why did you do that, Paul? He's looking for some comedy work. He needs to get out of those commercials he's doing for some reason. Uh, okay, so there's a reason. Uh, uh, I know that our our secret one has been half revealed, uh, which is funny because actually I am doing a Scooby Doo movie this week, but it's Whoa. a different than that one. Oh, really? Yeah. It all. It all. Hey, it's full circle. It is. Uh, so anyway, <laughs> the reason I'm doing this is uh, the other day 
I watched uh, Pooh, Blood, and Honey. Oh, you did? I did. Oh. I sat down and I watched it. Oh, that's And it. it's not good. Okay. Like, the reviews make sense. But here's the thing. Because we always saw, like, I think we like to be more of a positivity. Like, mm-hmm. there actually is, if you are a horror fan, and I, I mean... I like one of the things I like about watching scary movies is I do like to see the ways they they're gonna die. Uh huh. Like it's always crazy, and there are some really good like death scenes in it. Yeah. One girl gets her head run over. Another guy gets whacked in the head with a mallet. Um, oh my like, gosh. <laughs> so like if you're a horror movie fan, mm-hmm. there's actually stuff in there I think you would like. Yeah. But my problem with it was. After, like, they bring up this whole backstory about Winnie the Pooh, and, like, the whole idea with the story is they Christopher Robin would always visit him, and he'd bring, like, snacks and stuff, mm-hmm. and then, like, an entire winter, he doesn't, he doesn't come. Well, then Piglet and Pooh end up getting really hungry. Yeah. And they end up eating Eeyore. Oh, I so hate that's, that. Yes. That's awful. That makes me not want to want to see that. I didn't think you were going to see it anyway. <laughs> so anyway, and then they decide they hate people now. And so they, they, they're never going to talk again, and they're just going to be, uh, like, monsters. Oh, hey, that's on them. Not, not, that's not people's fault. I mean... Yeah, well, it's true. <laughs> life, is, life is about making choices. Yeah, yes. True. Yeah. But here's my issue with it. I was like, the concept... Like, the, the whole point was... It was supposed to be like Winnie the Pooh, uh-huh. a horror movie. But after the very beginning, it's literally just a guy in a bear mask. <laughs> really? Yeah, like, like there's really no connection outside of the fact that they call him Pooh and the, the kid's name is, like the hero's name is Christopher Robin. Mm-hmm. There's no connection to it. Really? Like it doesn't have the tone. There's like it, if you didn't know what's what it was, and you came in halfway, you'd have no idea that it was supposed to be Winnie the Pooh. You'd just be like dying a bear mask. Yeah, it would be like, why is this killer guy wearing a bear and a pig mask? Yeah. That, that's all you would think. Yeah. So I does just, he say any like poo lines? Though? No, they don't think they talk oh, at all. Oh really? bother. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I. I don't know that they can say that because I think that came from Disney. Oh Disney. yeah. Yeah, like that's the thing too. There's no Tigger. There's no. Uh, like, it's just those three characters, so I don't know who Disney created and who they created, uh, or who was from the original story, mm-hmm. but my that was my problem with it. It was like, if you're going to do this, if this is your plan, you have to do it. You yeah. have to commit, and it did feel like you committed. It, feel like, it, feel, it felt like one of those things, like, this is so weird. We used to work together, James and I. Oh, yeah? This is how we met Patrick Swayze. Yeah. Um, and so the... So we were working at bars as Roadhouse. Yes, we were. Whoa, we were really? Cool. No. Was, I was the bouncer. He was the cooler. Whoa. <laughs> I definitely wasn't the bouncer. Uh, this is cool. So, yeah, and all the Patrick Swayze, so the whole story about that is when he was, that was the year that Land of the Lost was coming out. Uh-huh. And the rumors was there, uh, that studio was bringing in a huge celebrity, the big name celebrity. And you kept going, it's going to be Will Ferrell. They're bringing in Will Ferrell for us. And I got so happy. We got there and I realized it was Patrick Swayze. I was so mad it wasn't Will Ferrell. I refused to meet him. Really? And it was their B studio. I mean, it was a a big studio, but it was their B production company that had him. Really? Because it was a movie that he had made with his wife about dancers. He was like a dancer, right? Yeah, he was trained. He's classically trained. It's weird that he didn't have any more dancing movies that I can think of. Well, it's because he was all busted up by the time he was that age. That's true. 
Uh, but anyway, so that's our story of Patrick Swayze. And you know what you did to me? That was plain dirty. <laughs> you got it. Anyway, inside jokes on a podcast. This is why we don't get any listeners. Yep. Anywho. Uh, People come on your thing and spoil ass. Exactly. <laughs> hey, that's supposed to make things better. Like, uh, they say when you, like, get re- uh, things revealed in advance, it makes the experience better. Oh, really? That's, what, that's like, what the studies say. I don't know who's well, doing right. these studies. Yeah. Woo! Yeah, yeah, no, you did good. No, so, like, <laughs> the point I was trying to make before I got on that tangent about where we used to work is they would... They would always release things like there would be a trend, uh-huh. like Pirates of the Caribbean started a pirate trend, and then they would they would just jump on like the smaller shoes would jump on this trend, yeah. trying to capitalize on that. And I kid you not, this is hundred percent true. Somebody there was a pirate themed porno movie, and a studio took out all the porno scenes and just released a pirate movie with porno <laughs> actors. So it's porno budget, porno actors. <laughs> And then they released it as a movie. Really? And I bet you can imagine how good that was. <laughs> but that's my point with this. is like, this guy, he, he went to all the trouble to write this movie, make this movie, and he, it didn't seem like he, he invested in it. It felt like he abandoned the concept. Mm-hmm. What, what's Winnie, how are Winnie, like, what are they like? Are they, what are they, are they like puppets or stuff? No, they're what just are, people in masks. There's people in masks. Yeah, it's like a bear mask, like like piglet. No, 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 I don't mean the killers. Like you said, when Pooh and those guys were in it, what were they? Were they like puppets, or were they like 3D animated? Oh, at the very they? beginning. Yeah, like, what it was they? like drawings. Oh, it, it, it looked like, like the original like, is it supposed book. Supposed to be like a history or something. No, that was like the backstory. Like that was like the backstory of like. So Pooh's not. It's just that guy is the killer. It's it's Winnie the Pooh, but it's a man in a mask. <laughs> oh, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. That's what I'm saying. It's. I mean, it, I, 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 he probably didn't have right, a huge I get your budget. Point. It took me ten minutes, but I got your point. Yes, he probably didn't have a huge budget. So, like, for what they were doing, it would make sense. But it's like still, like, you took about all the, all the, you know, all the everything about Winnie the Pooh. Like, you would have no connection to it. And I realized that this is like that's why he messed up. Like, so I think I decided to do my own. That's a good one. So this is my Scooby Doo horror movie. Uh, Scooby-Doo, What's In You? Oh, yeah. I gotta get a drink first, because reading these uh, makes me uh, lose my, uh, I don't know, parched. Thank you. Lose my train of thought. Shaggy and Scooby are at home, and they're making a, like a big sandwich. One of those big cartoonish oh, like, sandwiches. Yes. I always want to eat their sandwiches. I do, too. They always look good. And they always have olives on top. Mm-hmm. Shaggy tells Scooby, Geez, man, it's like great to be with my best bud, not solving mysteries or being chased by ghosts and phantoms. Scooby says, Yeah, Raggy. Then there's a knock at the door, and Shaggy goes to answer. So while Shaggy's answering the door, Scooby eats that whole sandwich. That's just what he does. That would happen, yeah. Yeah. At the door, we see Fred, Daphne, and Velma. The three want Scooby and Shaggy to join the group on an outing. Like, no way, Shaggy says. I have a lot of dialogue in this one, so I don't know if you guys want me to keep doing voices or not. I don't think I can do a Fred. A Fred voice is just a dude. Like, no way, I know what that means. We're going to be driving around in the van, stumble on a creepy mansion or amusement park, and then get chased by ghosts. No way, I'm not doing it. Fred and the group tell Scooby and Shaggy that they don't plan on anything like that. It will be a fun week. With their friends, Scooby and Shaggy say, no way. They say they're, they're, uh, Fred's like, okay, but you're going to miss out on the big hot dog eating contest. (laughs) 
Then Fred, Velma, and uh, Daphne leave the house and find Scooby and Shaggy already in the van waiting for him. So it's like that cartoon thing where they're like, you know. It's funny because that would happen. It That's sounds funny. like a Scooby-Doo setup. I know. We know our Scooby-Doo. So the group is now on the road in the mystery machine. Shaggy and Scooby finally think to ask, like, hey, where are we going? Daphne fills them on a state fair that has rides, games, hot dog eating contests, and lots of food. Shaggy says, that's what I like to hear, a place light on monsters and high on food, like popcorn, funnel cakes, those big hunks of meat. I'm working myself up. Could we, like, stop to get something to eat? Fred says, no way, they're making good time, but then they blow a tire. The, glue, the group turn into a gas station that has a diner attached. Shaggy and Scooby run into the diner. Fred goes to the mechanic. Inside, Scooby and Shaggy order a whole pie, chili dogs, chicken, and so on. They just go on, they run the gamut on this place. They go nuts. When bringing the food out, the waitress makes a point to say that the pie has, has always won second place at the fair. But it, but it should have been number one. The waitress asks them what they're doing in town. Velva and Daphne tell them about the fair. The waitress says, ain't you heard? It got canceled. <laughs> canceled, they say. Yeah, on account of the killer carny. A, uh, a group of an old carny that died setting the fair years ago has awoken. It's come to life and attacking people. An old man, James Riley, turns to the group and says, <laughs> That's right. And it's for the best. Now maybe someone, some guy can get use of that land for something other than an ignorant eating contest. <laughs> so Fred comes in and tells the group that they need to, they need, they don't have a tire in their van size and they will need to stay overnight. The group is taken to an Airbnb and begin discussing what they heard. But Killer Carney, Fred says, that's right, but I don't believe in ghosts, Velma says. But who, but who would want to shut down the fair, Daphne asks. Did you hear that the old man talking, talking about the land? Almost like he has a personal stake in it, Velma says. And the waitress made a point to bring up that they always got second place in the pining contest. Maybe she's upset that, they, uh, that she never wins. And it sounds like we've got a real mystery, Fred says. Shaggy jumps up and yells, No, we don't! No! What did I say? We're not dealing with monsters and ghosts and a killer carny. Sounds like a bit of both. I told you, Fred, I don't want any part of this. Fred tells Shaggy, we're stuck here. Uh, we might as well check it out. <clears throat> Daphne says, you're right, but I need a shower now. Velma says, I'll join you. And since this is an R-rated, R-rated Scooby-Doo movie, we might as well have them shower again. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that was literally for no reason. The, <laughs> the night the group ordered a pizza and are getting ready to enjoy it, then the front door flies open and we see the killer Cardi. He has a he has pale translucent skin wearing tattered and stained overalls and he has a large hammer slash mouth, the type you use at the tester strength mm -hmm. contest. Yep. Get out, the killer Carney yells. The fair ends forever. He chases the group, causing the pizza to fall over onto the floor. The group gets chased cartoonishly through the house. They're gonna do the gag where they go through the doors. Uh, one door and then out the other. The chase ends and the carny seems to have them cornered. Leave this town. This is your only warning. The carny vanishes. The group get back in the room and find the pizza on the floor. Shaggy freaks out. I can't take it anymore. Everywhere we go, no matter what we do, we're always hounded by 
fucking monsters. I'm sick of it. Fred calms it down. The group decide to get some sleep. The next morning, they're walking back to the garage that the van is at. Fred, Velma, and Daphne are discussing Carney, saying that the waitress and old man Riley are the the ones that seem to be the, the most likely suspects. They get to the garage and find on the ground old man Riley dead. His head is crushed by the hammer the carney used. Well, gang, Fred says, I guess that clinches it. The, the waitress is the carney. <laughs> the waitress did it. The group enters the diner and find the waitress's head on the counter. Oh, no. The police have arrived while the three hang outside discussing. Shaggy seems okay with eating a giant hammer. This doesn't make any sense. Who else would want the fair closed down? Why kill, kill, kill these two? Who cares, Shaggy says. This isn't a ghost mystery. Now it's a double homicide and like those are out of our wheelhouse. <laughs> I guess we better get back home. Yeah, Daphne agrees. I think Shaggy's right. This is a bit too much for us. I'll get us buck tick bus tickets uh, back to town, Shaggy says. We can't leave, Fred replies. I'm with Fred, Velma says. Something is going something is going on. We can't leave now. Let's check out the fairgrounds. And then Shaggy yells, No way, man! We're done! We are going home! Fred tells Shaggy and Scooby to go back to the Airbnb while they wait. We get a quick scene of Shaggy and Scooby in the Airbnb complaining about always finding a monster. Scooby says he has to go out to shit, because, you know, he can do that in an R-rated movie. <laughs> Scooby goes outside and begins to sniff. We get a quick shot back at the Airbnb and find out that the killer carny is in there with Shaggy. Oh, no. As a Fairground at the fairgrounds, Fred, Velma, and Daphne meet a gentleman who claims to be the old man Riley's son. He reveals that he is uh, that he is old man Riley's son, uh, and we find out that the two are going to open up a uh, strip club on the fairgrounds plot. Father and son strippers. Then they notice the smoke billowing in the distance. The group race to the fire and find out that their uh, that their Airbnb is on fire. So it's the Airbnb that's like smoldering. <laughs> Scooby runs into the runs to the group. Where's Shaggy Velma ask? He was in there, Scooby sh- says. Shaggy is now dead. No. So to sh- What? Yeah, showing you anybody can go. Oh my gosh. The group is back at the diner. The wait the waitress's head is still on the counter with a rag over it. I can't believe Shaggy's dead, Fred says. We should go back and mourn our friend's death, Daphne says. No, we need to solve this mystery, (laughs) Velma pipes in. You're rocking crazy, Scooby yells. Shaggy's dead, burned alive. Let's get the rock out of here. Scooby's right, Fred says. We need to solve Shaggy's death. I agree with Scooby too, Velma says. Let's go check out old man Riley's house. Scooby walks away from the group. Daphne says she'll stay with Scooby. Fred and Velma go into the house and begin to investigate. Velma finds a mesh cloth that, when electricity runs through it, seems to disappear. <laughs> I thought so, Velma said. Old man's Riley's son said they wanted to open a father-son strip club. Strip- <laughs> strippers often use a mesh cloth like this one to help conceal themselves. <laughs> they put these clothes, th- these on over their clothes and disappear. They can walk around the crowd and steal men's wallets. <laughs> Disappeared just like the killer Carney did at the Airbnb, Fred said. Exactly. That means we were right. Old man Riley was the killer Carney. Perfect, but, uh, but 
who killed him and who killed Shaggy? His son. Maybe the idea of a father's son strip club was weird and he didn't want any part of it, Velma says. Of course, that would explain why... Wait. His son was with us when Shaggy died, Fred says. Well, I don't know. Old man's Riley's ghost killed Shaggy, Velma says. The camera pans back. And we see the killer clown is in the house with these two, too. We cut to the Scooby and Daphne. Scooby is laying on his back and he's looking up at the stars. So this whole scene is going to mirror Mac from Predator uh -huh. after uh, Jesse Ventura dies. So Scooby's pretty much doing that speech that Mac does. He's like, here we are again, bro. Just me and you. Same kind of man, moon, same kind of mystery. Real number 10. Remember? A pterodactyl monster. A scuba guy. We walk out. Just you and me and everyone else. Right on top, huh? Not a scratch. Not a fucking scratch. <laughs> Sorry for the swearing, Jacob. You know, whoever got you, they'll come back. And when he does, I'm going to cut your name into him. I'm going to cut your name into him and then eat a big sandwich. <laughs> Velma and Fred are walking out of Old Man Riley's. And they decide that their number one suspect is now Old Man Riley's son. When they leave, they find Old Man Riley's son gutted on the mystery machine. Oh, God. Then the killer Carney stands behind, up behind the van. Fred and Velma scream and run off. The killer Carney gets chased. This would be like the classic horror movie where they're chased by the monster and they mm -hmm. trip over things and almost get killed. Or they think they're going to get away from the monster and then they reveal themselves. But it's going to be up with a... Uh, 19, like an upbeat 1960s song like uh -huh. Scooby-Doo used to always do in the yeah. old episodes. <laughs> That's funny. So like the song is not going to match the tone at all. Fred and Velma end up getting separated. Fred finds a way to set a trap causing a net to fall on the carny. He sets it off and it works. The carny is caught. Fred approaches him and says, now to unmask you. When he gets close enough, the killer carny stands up, removes the net. Fred is shocked and the carny stabs Fred in the head, killing him. The carny turns and sees Velma watching. She runs and, fo and he follows. Velma pulls the mystery machine up and jumps out. He's killed Fred! She yells, get the van, we have to leave! The They all pile in the van. So she got to where Scooby and uh, Daphne is, mm -hmm. I guess. I don't think I made that clear. They pile in the van and screech out of the parking lot. But blocking their way is Fred's corpse hung up on the do not enter sign. Oh, and they stop. It's a trap, Daphne says. How ironic. <laughs> Sorry, Fred. Velma said she's about to run him over. No, yells Scooby. He was our Fred. <laughs> Scooby gets out to help Fred's body down, but he can't because he doesn't have any thumps. Velma goes to get out, too. Then the killer Carney appears behind her and slits her throat. Oh, my gosh. Man, all these Scooby guys are going down. Yeah, the killer Carney reaches over and takes the mystery machine keys. Then turns to Daphne. She screams and gets out of the car. Scooby gets over his fear and attacks the carny. They struggle and the carny is on the ground. Scooby has the carny pinned. Daphne stands over him. Let's unmask this sick. And then she says the F word. I won't say it again. She says. She reaches down. Pulls off his mask to reveal Shaggy. What? Yeah. Oh my gosh. They back away in terror, shocked. Raggy? You're alive, Scooby says. <laughs> Sorry, Scooby, I didn't want to scare you, he says. But you murdered our friends, Daphne says. They weren't my friends. I told them I was done with this mystery stuff, and they pushed me into 
He says, I tried to hit it by killing old man Riley and the waitress, but they couldn't let it go. Finally, I faked my death. Cut to Shaggy setting the Airbnb on fire. And they still wouldn't listen. Shaggy is hiding behind the counter, listening to them talk. Uh, and then... This was the only way to end it. The only way to be free of these mysteries. Now we can live a normal life. <laughs> Scooby licks his face. I'm glad you're okay, Raggy. Daphne stands up. But you murdered people, Shaggy. I didn't want to, but no one will know I did it. They'll think it was the killer Carney. You killed our friends. Please, Daphne. I snap, but it's over now. Everything is okay. I guess you're right. Maybe we should go. And then Scooby does like a dog sniff. He sniffs the air and he says, She's rying. Scooby. Scooby says, Shaggy, what? She's going to rat you out. Scooby begins to growl and his fur bunches up on his back. I guess it's like Fred always says, Shag. Scoob, I'll go with you. And then Daphne turns and runs and Scooby and Shaggy give chase. Oh. So now Scooby's got Scooby... Gets her leg, biting her, but she kicks him until he lets go. Oh. Then limping, Daphne retreats again. Daphne gets away and doubles back to the mystery machine. She hides inside, shuts, and locks the doors. <laughs> we get a moment of her breathing. She begins to think she has lost the two, when suddenly Shaggy's arm smashes through the window. Scooby jumps on the hood and begins to bark at her. Foam, foam covering the windshield. She falls back. Scooby is crawling through, or Shaggy is trying to crawl through the windshield, cutting himself, which is crazy and stupid since he does have the keys. I realized after I wrote that, but then I wanted to keep it. Daphne looks up and finds an extra key hanging from the visor. Shaggy slashes at her as she sneaks past him. She gets to the driver's seat, turns the van on, and floors it, sending Scooby over the van and Shaggy into the glass. Shaggy is kicking and struggling as she drives. She then turns around and sees Gooby, Scooby getting to his feet. Time to put you down, you son of a bitch. She, <laughs> she says, flooring the gas. Scooby, Scooby looks up and says, Ruh-roh, and then is flattened by the mystery machine. Oh, my God. This time, she keeps driving and runs over Fred, so she just plails into Fred this time. She didn't care. She looks behind her. Shaggy is gone. The, then Shaggy stands up behind her. Time for my Scooby snack, he yells. <laughs> Daphne hits the brakes, sending Shaggy through the windshield into the street. For a moment, they both sit there. Shaggy's body remains motionless, but then he begins to move, slowly getting to his feet. She floors it again, running him over, crushing his head with a tire. The mission machine drives off, leaving a trail of Shaggy's blood as she goes. We then hear the bat squeak, squeak in the classic Scooby-Doo theme song plays. The end. That's got a lot of carnage in it. <laughs> well, yeah, it's a horror movie. Oh, man. My childhood is ruined, Mark. Are you not going to greenlight it? No, I think that gives me the reason to greenlight it, because I think that was the idea of Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. They failed, but I think you succeeded. You think? Yeah. All you have to I do mean, have... I wouldn't go see it, but I'll agree. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, James? <laughs> I think, based solely based on the fact I spoiled half of your thing, I need to make sure that I greenlight anything. Oh, yeah. 
Well, let me ask you this. Were you shocked to hear it was uh, Shaggy? Yeah. And it almost kind of reminded me of, like, Matthew Lillard in Scream. Like, it felt like a callback to that. Because he voices Shaggy now. Yeah. <laughs> it's perfect. I think he liked I've, this, actually. Like, I've always thought, like, if, if that would have been my pitch for a Scooby-Doo straight-to-video movie, uh-huh. is have the villain be Shaggy, because he's just yeah. burned out of all he's this. He's just tired of it. I don't blame him. Everywhere he goes. <laughs> yeah. It never stops. So, uh yeah. So anyway, we need to move on with our lives. That's Scooby Doo. What's in you? And there were parts in it. I love that you incorporated the actual Scooby Doo <laughs> parts. It was really funny. The only thing I realized as I was reading that we missed out where uh, Velma trips and falls and loses her glasses, yeah. and she could have looked up, and there's the Cardi standing over her. That could have been it. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Well, I'm glad I ruined your childhood. <laughs> anyway. Or or another thing. When Fred's hanging, what if they hung him by his ascot? Oh, that's a good oh, idea. Really, we should use the ascot to kill him somehow. Yeah. Like, he could strangle him until his head comes off. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Jeez. <laughs> oh, it keeps it for a souvenir. I was really hoping you were going to be here. That's why I plugged your name into it. Yeah, that's amazing. I always wanted to own a father-son script. <laughs> that, that was so weird. There's like, so I was like, well, I could do whatever I want. Because it's like, it would be like a G-rated Scooby-Doo. Movie. Not. Once they shower together, go nuts. <laughs> Um, anyway. Alright, so this was Scooby-Doo, and uh, if you do, like I said, we're going to get these uploaded. Uh, if you do like this podcast, please like, uh, subscribe, share it, so you can find out the other half of our yeah. Scooby-Doo pitch that we are have in our back pocket. We want everybody. We just need 50 million subscribers. <laughs> yeah, we're getting there. We got, yeah, we got six. Um, so yeah, if you like it, just let us know. Uh, and Jacob, do you want to tell them where you can hear your podcasts? Uh, first in line, sponsored by Vinyl Cup Records, KJJY.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. And I always share those. And also, just so you know, if you guys are interested, uh, I do upload these a week early on my Patreon. So if you want to join my Patreon, you can listen to these a week early. And it goes to help things, uh, uh, my Patreons, uh, it goes to help to fund my indie comics I have. Which, oh yeah, I was going to do my Vampire Shark one. I forgot I said that, and then I didn't do it. So, anyway, just a heads up. I have a Vampire Shark comic, if you're interested. I decided pitching a, a comic that I'm trying to sell and then giving away the entire story was probably a poor business idea. Maybe we'll get uh, to $100 million. $100 million. Yeah. Well, well, then we'll have the yeah. Vampire Shark movie exactly. out. Exactly. But, uh, so, it, that goes, it also... Maybe we might need a new microphone, because uh, sometimes I hear some popping and stuff. Yeah. So if you guys want to help, even though I got laughed at because we do have access to a radio station. So somebody <laughs> laughed really hard when I told them that we're using this microphone. <laughs> My friend Travis did. Really? Yeah, but if you do want to hear the podcast early, you want to support us, uh, we would really appreciate it. Well, you can also find us uh, pretty much anywhere you get podcasts now. Uh, we really appreciate it, and uh, keep going to see movies in theaters. I'm Mark. And I'm Jacob. I'm James. All right. Did you have fun, James? I did have fun. Yay. Right. Thanks, guys. I'm glad to be here. Yeah, thanks for ruining everything. <laughs> Let's just delete this. <laughs>